With a decade in the network marketing profession, Stacy Hall and Nicole Dobere have created a lot of success, both in their online business and in helping thousands of others do the same. Stacy and Nicole bring a wealth of knowledge from having coached countless six and seven figure earners. Scaling your online business has never been this fun. So grab a drink, a notepad and pen and get ready to change your life. Yeah, and I think it was Teresa who asked for an example. I think Nicole kind of kind of gave some examples there, but to bring it down to sort of street level, when you're when you're in your stories, for example, um, it's just those simple conversations like Nicole was saying, where you get close to the camera. It doesn't mean you have to like show them your pores. It just means like don't be a mile away. Get in there and you speak to the camera like as if it's your best friend just one person on the other side, 15 seconds, 20 seconds like that, uh, before you go into whatever else you're gonna share makes all the difference in the world. And it's the casual stuff. Get used to just having your camera there while you're doing something. Like you could be stirring spaghetti in a pot and have your phone <clears throat> propped up next to you and just be turned to the side looking at the camera and just sharing a thought like you would if your friend was in the kitchen while you were making dinner you know you're there you're stirring your spaghetti in the pot the the doorbell rings you go answer your friend walks in she's standing next to you at the counter while you're making dinner and you're just chatting that's the energy of what's in it for me because do, your friend gets value from standing next to you while you guys are chit-chatting while you're making dinner, right? Is it making her life or his life better, easier, more fun? Heck yeah! We overcomplicate value. If that person's being entertained, amused, educated, informed, inspired, uplifted, empowered, that's value. It doesn't have to be life-changing all the time. It doesn't have to be three tips to all the time. Sometimes it's just like you're stirring your spaghetti and the phone's propped up and you're like, oh my gosh, let me tell you what happened to me this morning. And you share a little quick story and the lesson that you learned from it. See, that's the key. The difference between just sharing a story for no reason and making it about you and sharing a story with purpose is the lesson you draw from it. It's saying, I realize that this happened for me, not to me, even though it feels like it's happening to you at the time. Let me tell you. But here's what I took away from it. I hope that helps you. Now it's value. You see what I mean? And if you just got into the habit of doing that once a day, just sharing a thought, and it, again, I have to reiterate, it doesn't need to be anything grand and life-changing. I remember one time, probably about a year ago, sharing a story just about how every time I do the dishes, my shirt gets stuck on the knob on the, on the cupboard door, and I go to turn, and every time it yanks me back, and it irritates the hell out of me something simple like that, right? Very relatable. And I remember talking about it and just saying, like, I completely overreacted. Like I lost my shit because my shirt got caught on the knob on the cover. And it made me realize I need to take a beat. 
I need to be still. I need to get back to meditating. This was a while ago, right? So I shared a moment that seemed so not important. Nobody would have even noticed except, you know, the people in my kitchen saw me lose my shit. Other than that, it wouldn't even have been something you would even notice. That's how small that moment was. But I shared it because I was calling myself out for my bad behavior and sharing a lesson. Then it doesn't become about me, even though I'm sharing a story about me. It becomes about what's in it for them. I'm dialing in the radio to WIIFM radio <laughs> for the audience, but I'm doing it as though I'm talking to one person. So pretend it's your best friend and go, oh my God, I don't know if this ever happens to you. Like if I was talking to Nicole, that's what I would do. I'm like, Nicole, seriously, this constantly getting my shirt stuck on the knob on the cupboard every damn time I do the dishes, I swear. It's like the most irritating thing in the whole wide world. That's how I would talk to her, right? So that's exactly how I talk to the camera. <clears throat> and we shared with somebody last night on the Q&A. She was apologizing to us every single time she said a, a cuss word and they weren't bad cuss words if they were bad cuss words i probably wouldn't appreciate it but no bad cuss words it's just natural to her she goes oh my gosh i'm so sorry i'm so sorry and she kept saying i love the lord i shouldn't cuss and nicole and i both stopped her and we were like just be you if that's how you are with your best friend don't edit yourself on social media and try to come across as a super professional, buttoned up, blazer wearing individual if that's not you. If you love the Lord and you cuss too, that's totally okay. Be you. If somebody is offended by that, they're not your person. And you have to get used to that concept. You will repel a lot of people. You're supposed to. If you're trying to be everyone's cup of tea, you're nobody's cup of tea because you're too bland. You're like tepid water without the tea bag. Nobody wants that. <laughs> Sorry. Ouchies. You're amazing. It's just that you're not showing that you're amazing because you're too busy trying to be a people pleaser for the entire universe. It's not possible. Attract your people repel your not people, you will crush it. It's really important to, to really wrap your head around that because if you're trying to people please, you're, you're not going to be able to attract the kind of people that are going to build you a legacy business. Nicole? Yeah. You know, it's funny because when you think of legacy, you have to imagine what that really means to people. Most people can't wrap their mind around legacy. They can't even think about tomorrow. They're just trying to get to the end of the month. Now, again, when I say end of the month, we're really not trying to attract people that are in a really bad situation. This is something I feel like we need to talk about a lot and always because it's very easy to fall into the place of despair um, and talk about where we were at our worst. And I did this for a very long time where I would say, you know, are you tired of living paycheck to paycheck? Well, that is a huge demographic of people. What you're going to attract with that specific message is going to be people that are there 
but they're stuck there and have been there for a very long time, most of the time. And their their mindset and their scarcity uh, money mindset is going to be very difficult to break through. Now, if that's something you want to do, by all means, do it. But if you're here to make money, you're going to find yourself being a, a victim of and it's something you put yourself in. We have to take personal responsibility of being a counselor, being a therapist for people that have zero intention of doing anything because they simply will not release their money. What you have to do is upgrade your language and the way you speak about who you are, because you may have started in a really bad place, but I know if you're still here, you're in a much better place, even if it's not financially. And that's what we have to remember. Money isn't everything, and it certainly isn't going to solve all of your problems. Hardly any, actually. Money's amazing, and it can help you. It can get you out of a lot of situations. It can help you give back. That's so important. That will that will start helping or honing your belief and helping you understand why we do what we do and build your posture and your energy and your passions. Yes, but until we start working on the mindset of improving who we are, personal development then money really is nothing. And, um, you know, Ray was talking about this. Actually, me, Stacy, and Ray were talking about this about three days ago. Then he did a, a Ray Daily on this about imposter syndrome because we have worked with a lot of people that are earning a lot of money and they are still stuck in the scarcity mindset. They are not good stewards of their money. They are not good stewards of their time. And they keep finding themselves in overdrawn, even though they're probably making six figures. Not a great place to be. Now, I may be digressing a little bit, but I think it's important that you understand upgrading your language of who you are now and where you're going. Yes, you could talk about where you were, but that's not the most important part. You could talk about living in overdrawn and that now you're on, you're on a journey, you're on a mission to help others that know that they have that in them to be better and become more, to stop the struggle, to stop the fight, to stop the rat race of life, of always being stuck in a mindset of scarcity. And then you've got to take them and cast that vision of where you're going, what you're going to do with it. That type of leadership language is going to attract the people that are already halfway up the stairs. You don't want to drag dead bodies. It's very heavy and burdensome. You want to lock arms with people that have a healthy mindset, that are possibly tired of where they're at, ready to roar, ready to go, ready to improve. So you're skipping stairs as you go. Doesn't mean they may not fall back a little bit, but they have the mindset of ready. So your language, talking about where you were is important, but talking about who you are now what this has done for you and where you're going, that's the vision that they need. And that can be around anything. It doesn't have to be around your product all the time. It doesn't have to be around your business all the time. It could simply be around home improvements. I mean, come on now. How many people have like 50 to-do lists or things on their to-do list that they need to get done? Maybe they have chips in the wall. Maybe their kid's colored on the wall. Maybe their floors are, are messed up somewhere. Maybe they, they have a cracked pane in a window. Maybe You know what I mean? We have to do all these little things to our home to maintain them. Now, some people will just go hire people to do it. But what if you love DIY or DIY? How do you say it? Do it yourself. We have DIY. So what if you love it? 
What if you write down the list of 50, you don't get overwhelmed and you share some of them go, okay, guys, this is what I'm going to be doing over the next 30 days. I'm going to take on a little passion project where I'm going to do one small thing a day to my house to improve it. So in 30 days, I'm going to look around and go, whew, this isn't so bad. There are a lot of people out there that enjoy that. But see, when you intermingle the passions of your life and the things that you want to do and the challenges that you go through and the challenges that you face with an attitude of, I will do it until or despite, people will catch on to that vision. They'll catch on to that positivity and that strength. They need strength. They need it. And they will absolutely attach themselves to you for that strength. But you can do that stuff in between talking about your product, in between talking about your business. So they know who they're getting. They're getting a real person just like them. And you're going to repel some people, and that's okay. So just keep in mind, you know, write a list today of the things you really enjoy and keep it going. Keep it going. It's never going to end. You're going to learn just, it's going to be endless things that you like. I'm watching a, a party with a million kids this weekend. So we can watch Hocus Pocus. We're going to do a marathon of the first one and the second one. Does that make me happy? Yes. Carving pumpkins. Some people think it's gross. I love it. I love it. Especially when I mess up and my pumpkin looks very demented, like it should be on like the walking dead. But guys, this, these are the things that make us happy. And when we share those little moments in our happiness and we bring people into our world, they want to be a part of your world. You're not having to bake cakes for them and take their kids to soccer practice anymore to build rapport. You're doing it by showing your life and the things that you love, your creature comforts, and some of your flaws. Those bring them in even tighter than anything. Stacy. Who thinks carving pumpkins is gross? A lot of people do because every single year... I put something up of my pumpkin carving in my stories and I get people saying gross. They hate guts. It grosses them out. And I'm like, man, this I make pumpkin pie. What's wrong with you? Oh my Lord. It's a, it's a piece of produce. Get a grip. That makes me laugh. Um, that makes me really laugh. But anyway, we, we like to carve pumpkins over here. We take it seriously. And then mom, uh, takes all the stuff out of the pumpkin and cleans all the seeds and we roast them up and we salt them and we put spice on them and then we devour them. And it's one of my favorite things in the whole wide world. So I wish I was coming to your Hocus Pocus party. I think it sounds like a lot of fun. I guess that's all I got. <laughs> uh, no, I... I just, I got to share something with you. This is so funny. Somebody followed me. So you know how we have those messages that we send to people, which just needs to be a training. Because if anybody follows you, you need to check them out. You got to be trolling those people, baby, because those people are your people. They're following you because they want to learn more. And so Stacey and I have a very specific message that we send to people to give them options to find out a little bit more about them. And I just, I sent that message to someone this morning and I got a message back and she said, please don't message me ever again. I'm like, okay, thank you, bye. But I think it's really funny. We're going to run into things like that. People follow you, but they're going to stand back. Just realize that. They're going to stand back. There may be a time where they come forward, but clearly she doesn't want to talk to me, and that's okay, and I don't take it personally. I don't because I don't. she doesn't know me personally, right? She doesn't know me. So just things like that, guys, please let things like that just roll off your shoulders as you're building 
because when you start dialing things in, Stacy, this is so important. I'm glad I shared this just now and that just happened during this room. When you start dialing things in and it's going to get more personal because you're talking about your life, there may be people that say things to you that kind of hurt and it, you can't control people and their lack of personal development, but please realize that you can't take things personally when they don't know you. They really don't know who you are and you don't know who, who they are. Right. So I just wanted to throw that out there. It just is, I would say a job hazard, but actually it's a thing that allows us to know where we need to grow. Cause if we're triggered by things like that, let's grow there. It's okay. That's funny. <laughs> it's fun, I, Please don't I would, message me ever again. <laughs> I would have messaged her back and I would have said, I'm so sorry. I jumped the gun, but usually people who follow me are super nice. Sorry about that. Oh, <laughs> Stacy, you stinker. I totally would though. And then I would put a smiley face. <laughs> anyway, that's so silly. She has no idea how fun you are. She just like, anyway, it's a good thing you're forgiving. Onwards and upwards. Well, I think this was a good room. This is late for us this morning, but you know, I was too busy tussling with the FedEx people. So we got on a little bit late, you know, life. Life happens. <laughs> it's funny. Somebody on the Q&A last night said that too. It's like, I'm trying to work my business, but things keep happening outside, you know, outside of my control in my life. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, that's called life. That's the definition of life. <laughs> that's everybody. <laughs> so yeah, you're going to get thrown curveballs. If you're expecting to wait until there's no waves the air is still, it's the perfect temperature, it's silent, all systems go, and then, then you're going to work your business, that day will never come. Will never, ever come. So if that's subconsciously what you're waiting for, you will live till your dying day, never changing anything. Because that's life, man. You have to learn how to build this thing while you're getting punches thrown at you. That is the game. That is the game we are in. We are jumping from lily pad to lily pad. We are swinging from vines. We are ducking from things wanting to smack us in the head. And we're doing it with a smile on our face. <laughs> and when you can wrap your head around that, that that is what this game is, then you stop expecting perfect circumstances. We're not entitled to that. That's not, that's not what life is. So, you know, okay. You, sometimes you're going to be a little later than you hope to be. Sometimes your, your business building time will be a little bit shorter than you want it to be. Sometimes you're going to have to get up earlier. Sometimes you're going to have to go to bed later. Sometimes you're going to have to skip a meal. Sometimes you're going to have to feed your family something from the freezer. It's okay. It doesn't make you a bad mom. It means you're learning to roll with the punches. And you're modeling for your children what it looks like to keep getting back up. And that is really important. So don't wait for a perfect situation. Work with the hand you've been given and play the holy heck out of it. I love that, Stacey. That's so funny because you just called me out last night. 
my kids ate frozen pizza. The two nights before that, though, I made awesome, like stellar meals because I'm really getting back into cooking every night. It's very therapeutic. Makes me feel like a good mom. That's important. I feel like I'm, I'm giving them good food. But last night, I'm like, you guys are on your own. I bought an awesome, awesome frozen pizza, a big one. It's like the size of my refrigerator. And we're right in the middle of training. It's because we had two back-to-back trainings. One was an hour and a half. One was an hour, right? So Stacy and I are sitting there at the very end. We're talking about food. My husband walks behind me on camera eating pizza. And he just wanted to show the world that I made him frozen pizza. I thought that was real special. Yeah, no, nobody even thought that. All they saw was a guy eating pizza. They didn't think beyond. No, <laughs> but that's you. the cool thing, though. I am not ashamed of that. I'm like, hey, listen, I provided, and they loved it. They're like, it's great pizza, mom. Thank you, baby. See, because of how things work in my world, my thought would have been that dad made the pizza. Because my husband does all the cooking. So this is what I'm talking about. We are meaning-making machines. We assign meaning to things that have no meaning. <laughs> we create correlations where there are none. Like you personalize that, even though you didn't take it personally, which is good because you've you've grown, right? And that's a good thing. But it went you went there in your head for a minute because that's meaningful to you. But nobody else thought that, just so you know, because <laughs> I think it helps. Yeah, it does. And, it, but it, it, to me, I, yeah, it doesn't bother me at all. It, it's actually kind of funny. And the fact that my husband did that, he's comfortable to do that, which I love, you know, cause some people stray away from that. They don't want to have anything to do with your business. And I'm very blessed that my family is very involved with my business, very involved. So it's a blessing. And that wasn't always the case, right? wasn't always the case. It was growth and understanding and communication. So this has been a fantastic room. If you guys have any questions, drop them. We can come back in here and answer them later. So if you have any questions or if you want them to be a little more private, reach out to us, let us know because we're very happy to help you. This is a very, very, very important part of your business. You being happy with you. That is so important. You being in love with you. You showing up and doing the things that make you happy and giving yourself permission to do that stuff. Just really live your very best life. And living your best life does not mean a really fat bank account right now. It doesn't. Eventually, that could be amazing. And we're all working for that, right? But love your life where you are now. Because those things, if you just are always working because all you want is a fat bank account, there's going to be a point where you and the people around you aren't going to know you and nothing's going to make you happy. And that is the very last thing that you want. It's a very hard thing to, to deprogram. So we hope you have an amazing Thursday and we will be back tomorrow. Is what's up with um, free coaching Friday, Stacey? I am not a hundred percent sure, but um, I'm assuming it's probably on. Okay. Yeah, because I think the wedding is on Saturday that Ray's going to, I think. Yeah, that's true. So he'll probably be available, which means that we're probably going to come to you earlier. We're probably going to come to you around, what time, Stacey? 9.30 or 10.30? Eastern, Eastern, probably. Yeah. yeah. We'll do our best yeah. anyhow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know how it goes. We'll we're rolling yeah. with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, have an amazing Thursday. Again, you guys are incredible, and we are so blessed to be able to, to live life with you. Yeah. And by the way, last two days of the month. So don't take your foot off the pedal now. It ain't over till it's over. And even then it's not over. So just do a little bit more than you really want to for the next two days and end the month strong. You got it in you. We believe in you.
Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Man, you know what? Tomorrow we're going to bring you some tips on how to close the, the month strong in the last day. Boom. And somebody remember that yeah. because you know we always forget. So somebody should probably drop it in the comments and we'll come back and read yeah. it tomorrow. <laughs> Judy, Linda, Victoria, Carolina, can you guys please reach out to us and let us know what we're talking about? <laughs> exactly. All right. Have a great day, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Take Bye. care.